Hey listeners, we're taking a short hiatus from recording for just a few weeks, and during that time, we're sharing some of our favorite or most popular episodes from the past year. While we're away, we'd still love your Apple podcast reviews, your emails, texts, and voicemails, and we will still be active in the Good Enough-ish Facebook group. We hope you enjoy this replay. Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Hello, Amanda. Brooke just thought my TV was on fire. I just saw a new glow coming from, like, we've been sitting here for a little while, and I did not notice this glow until now. Well, so because it's, wanted to make it's sure. darker in here now because I had to close. So we're having all this construction. Still. Still. And I had to close, which you probably will be able to hear on this recording. I had to close the blinds because Junie was barking at the construction people. So now it's darker in here. So now you're seeing the lights behind my TV, which is why you thought that was on fire. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be one of those people that's like, um, excuse me, we've been sitting here for a few minutes with this glowing and it turns out the television's on fire. It is a like a perfect yellow orange yeah. fire like glow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Yes. What should we talk about today, Amanda? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just show up and talk. I mean, we really could. We usually do. And then we're like, oh, we should probably hit record. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I So we're actually, so our main topic today is going to be about having older friends or being an older friend, which I'm, really, I'm super. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yeah. Because this is like a thing that I do, but I didn't know that I did. But yeah. first we'll have a few updates. L some updatey updates. Updatey updates. What section. you got going on? Well, okay. So we wanted to talk about progress towards our goals. Yes. Because at some point in mid-December-ish, we made some goals. Mm -hmm. I got nutso and um, I sub was subscribing to the 23 for 2023 from Gretchen Rubin. So mm -hmm. I have, in fact, but I'm looking now at my Balance Bound Planner. I must have whittled it down because it's just now 20. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at this list and I'm like, ooh, that's okay. a lot. First of all, Brooke, I have annotated with an H next to the ones that are habits. Okay. So I feel like those are going to be taken care of with my habit tracking device that we talked about last right. time. And it's like a, it's a long it's term ongoing yeah. everyday thing. Yeah. The other thing that's sticking out to me though, like, first of all, first goal was deliver a successful ch TEDx. Done. Check, check mark. And you wrote that date down. Date completed. Date completed is written. The other ones I'm realizing the problem is, so for example, I need to hire a part-time assistant. Yeah. Stat. And I also want to start experimenting with YouTube. I want to be a YouTuber. Oh, man. 
Yeah, I'm going to live need in one more thing to take on, Amanda. I'm going to live in a mansion with my YouTube friends. Oh, is that is that how it works? Yeah. You just we'll start have a like YouTube a slide channel? that comes down from the bedroom into the pool and that stuff. what YouTubers do? Yeah. I'm out of the... I feel like I'm too old for YouTube. Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Okay. But what is not clear is what is the first step to both of those things, yeah. right? Like, Because right now I look at hire a part-time assistant and experiment with YouTube like... Ugh. I don't know. So I need to identify when, because I need to scooch it, right? Like if it's okay, I'm going to work on YouTube in the summer, then I can kind of not keep looking at that and being like, oh, I got to work on that. I got to identify when am I going to work on it and what is the first step? Well, and remember, there's no goal police. So if you decide it's not a Joyce barking goal, you can scratch that right off. But like just a reminder that... This is for you. And if you start to realize that that isn't a priority anymore, it's fine. Just a reminder for our listeners. is like, okay, I need to keep Junie from jumping. It's a problem. It's a problem. She loves me so much. It's with everybody. Yeah. But some of these are fun, like getting my car detailed once a quarter. I think I got to bump that up because my car is looking rough right okay. now. All right. I feel like it could use a monthly, you know, and like I said, I'm not talking about the big detail. I'm talking about the $39.99 at the spa. Right. Still once a month. That's living large, Amanda. That is living large, <laughs> but I am excited about that and I feel like the car really needs it. Did you say at the spa? It's called the car spa. Okay. Yeah, at the spa. I, didn't, I don't think I knew that it was called the car spa. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last time we checked in on goals, I had seven. I currently have nine Ooh. and it's only mid-February right now. So it's listen, not, yeah, uh-huh. it's, March is the new January for me. So this is actually, and this is more goals than I ever wrote down in 2022. Mm-hmm. So this is already like a lot for me, but like you said, some of them are long-term or habits. Like one of them is read 40 books slash audio books. I've been well, tracking you on Goodreads to oh, see how you're doing. I'm doing that. good. Yeah. But I read 40 last I'm year. Well too. So yeah. I feel like that's achievable if I keep up with my nightly reading habit mm-hmm. and my every once in a while audiobook if I have a good memoir. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm listening to Abby Jacobson's memoir slash it's essays and it's called I Might Regret This. She is from Broad City. She mm. was also in the new um A League of Their Own show on mm. Netflix, Hulu. Prime? On a streaming channel, on some near streaming you. service <laughs> near you. Anyway, I enjoy her. She's funny and goofy, and she was on Glennon Doyle's podcast not too long ago. So I am listening to that um, at the moment. But yeah, so some of them are like, yeah, read forty audiobook or books and audiobooks. That mm-hmm. shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, learn to knit again. So that's just going to be every time I check back at the, this list of goals. It's my little reminder to check the schedule for the new knitting shop in town mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get that back on my radar. Um, one of them is to get a new passport, which we all oh. know this has been on my list for a while, mm-hmm. and I scooched it a bit because it wasn't going anywhere anytime soon, but. My friend Erin, who recently got married, she proposed to me that what if this is something we do together? Mm-hmm. Um, because she wants to change, she wants to get a new passport with her Love new last name. So we're going to hold each other accountable. Okay, I'm going to take the tips that other friends and you have already given to me that mm-hmm. I have not yet heeded their no. guidance. It's fine, and like silly things like I re- need to renew my 
child abuse clearances so I can continue to volunteer at my kid's school next year. Oh, yeah. I just did that. It was a lot easier this time around than it was five years ago. Okay. Because mine, it's been four and a half years. So I need to do that by September if I want to be able to volunteer. You know, beginning of the year, there's always volunteer opportunities. And I don't want to miss out on those because I realize my clearances have expired. So like... You know, it, it's nothing groundbreaking, um, but Do I'm you excited. have your photo organizing project on your goal list? Not yet, because I'm still trying to figure out which, if it's like, I, I mean, I'm definitely going to write down to make a 2022 photo book. Okay. But I'm wondering, do I add even more than that? Or do I just focus on one year? Yeah, I'm thinking minimum effective minimum dose. Minimum effective yeah. dose. So 2022. Yeah. Um, and a big one that I think I've talked about here before. So I don't ever remember what we actually talked about live on the podcast or just you and me talking. But we need to move the storage and shipping space for Balance Bound yes. outside of my storage unit slash dining room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and That's with, not Spark and Joy It's not Spark and Joy. It's getting harder the more products we have, which is great. But, like, when we have more products, we have more overflow of inventory because more of the products are evergreen that aren't dated. And then it's, like, a storage nightmare. And yes. we pay very little for a storage unit. But I am doing 100% of the shipping still, and that is just silly. My time, in order to continue to grow Balance Bound, it really needs to get out of my house. It needs to be somewhere that we can have some sort of shipping assistant helping yes. with the order fulfillment. And you and I have talked about maybe this sharing is my dream. an assistant. I picture it, I know. Brooke, it has exposed brick. <laughs> Okay. Oh, your dream for me? Our our dream. Okay. Which I'm Oh, it's you know, now ours. Now, yeah. Okay. There is a room, there is an office and it mm. has bright lights and it has exposed brick. Bright lights, big city. And our shared assistant is there, nine to five. And it's like and she's oh, nine to five. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know what kind oh. of money we're shelling out for this assistant. Oh, yeah. But if and you she, are listening and you like to work for free, <laughs> yeah. No, no just kidding. she's there and she's, she's doing your shipping and she's helping me. She's working for Bounds Bounds, she's working for Indigo, she's working for um, a good enough-ish. Oh, man. Heavens. I, listen, I'm not... I go in waves. I go in spurts with the Instagram, as people can probably tell. I don't post for two weeks, and then suddenly there's five posts in a day well, to get us caught up. Chloe. Yeah. Is, oh, is that her name? Yeah, she's going to be posting for us. Okay, so if you're listening and your name is <laughs> Chloe and you want to work for us for zero dollars, please. Just kidding. It won't be zero dollars, but yeah, it's it's those we things help. we have to actually. That is your word of the year is help. It is. And what's yours? Structure. Structure. Which I feel like is, I don't know. I'm not knowing if I'm loving this <laughs> word anymore. It's you can very it. like structure. I haven't written down help as I wrote it, but yet. I wrote it in my friction erasable pen. Oh my gosh. This is so funny because I just bought those pens for Graham the other day yeah. because his teacher said that they're all the rage yep. and I needed to. Like, How have I not talked about this in a Spark Joy segment before? Maybe you have and I just wasn't listening. But now I know friction because I had to order them for my Target pickup order. I love Target. Um, you all know this yes. already. Um, yeah, but I hate erasable pens because I just have memories of like middle school using erasable erasable pens as a lefty yeah. my hand would always did you be try covered. this one did you try no it? no <laughs> i gave them all to graham but i should take one from the six see, that i bought for him i'm curious sometimes when i'm writing i think of you because i do see that it takes a quick a hot sec to dry so i'm yeah. wondering if that would be a problem for you it's going to be for a problem those for who me. are listening it's f-r-i X-I-O-N. I say those who are listening. Everybody is listening. There's nobody watching. <laughs> no. It's an X. F-R-I-X-I-O-N. Frick. Frick. 
Shein. <laughs> That's what I use in my balance bound planner because I want it to be neat. Okay. So I do need. So my word structure has been, um, is it structure with an X? Ooh, that'd be fun. Just kidding. No, I don't know why I said that. (laughs) But it's, you know, it's an erasable pen. So there's room for, yeah. And you can still erase it after it's dried for a while. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have to check these out. You know, have I talked about my pen that sparks joy? Yes. Not on this, not on this podcast. Okay. Well then I'm going to save it and I'll keep you all waiting. Maybe that'll be my um, spark joy on next week's episode because it's your turn today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, another exciting update that I wanted to share before mm-hmm. we go to break is that coming up on February 22nd, you've all heard me talk about Forever 35, which is one of my favorite podcasts hosted by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir. I've been a longtime fan. Um, also want to give a shout out to my friend Hillary Ray, who told me about Forever 35 years ago when Balance Bound was starting to come together. And she was like, Forever 35 is an amazing podcast about self-care and so much more. Mm. And I've been a fan ever since. Anyway, last year, I hit a big goal of launching a collaboration with Forever 35 through Balance Bound. And you made it happen. Made it happen. Successful collab and loved seeing people order the stationary items. They have a live show coming up on February 22nd. It is virtual, so anyone can join from anywhere. Um, you can go to their website for the details. I want to join. I think you should. It's Wait, like $10. What is it February 22nd. Calendar. Fe- your calendar. My calendar. You're from Long Island all of a sudden. <laughs> February 22nd. I'm putting it on the calendar. I believe it's 8 p.m. on uh, Eastern time. Oh, that's a party time. It is. Okay. Well, and they're on the West Coast, so it's like they kind of had to get something that would work for everyone. $10. It is their five-year anniversary of the Forever 35 podcast. So they very generously reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in creating some more merch for them. One of them is going to be a limited edition t-shirt that you're only going to be able to get for one week. Mm. Then we have some other fun merch that if you listen to that podcast, it will make you smile because it's got some inside jokes and there's just some delightful products that even if you're not like a longtime fan of them, I think you'll like these designs. Everything is print on demand from this part of the collection um, and you should check it out. So check out balancebound.co. The collection will drop. Is that what the kids say? The collection, this new collection will drop. Like maybe they said that five, ten years ago. Okay. I don't sorry. know. You're barking up the wrong tree with this me. New collection will drop um during the live event on February 22nd. So participate in that if you can. And then come over to balancebound.co and check out the additions. Um, we we will also still be selling the other merch that we created for them. In collaboration with Balance Bound, but this will be some new stuff. I just got a sneak peek of it on your computer. It's super cute. It is really cute. I'm excited. I'm on their website right now, and I am excited to buy tickets for this because Amazing. it seems really fun. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Anywho, those are my updates for the day. All right. I feel a little bit stressed out about my goals now that I looked at them. So No stress. No stress. I just For need... For no one but yourself. Yeah. Goals should not stress you out. They but... should give you things to work towards that make you feel fulfilled and happy and like you are pursuing growth. Okay. I'm going to say something that you're not going to like, I think, which is... Because I think you're going to think that I'm overcomplicating this. I want to put my goals on a Google Sheet. Okay. 
And I want to identify which quarter I'm going to focus on that goal. That's fine. And I want to identify what the first step would be. That's what I'm going to do. Amanda, this is how your brain functions, and I fully support. And if I already have them all need. written up right. in a document, so all I need to do is add a couple columns. So, like, some people might feel like this is creating more work for them, but for you, Amanda Jefferson, yes, of the Good Enough Podcast, <laughs> if you feel like that's going to help you feel less stressed about them and like they're more attainable than you do you, girl. Yeah, because right now I'm looking at 20 goals and I need to be looking at like three. Okay. Okay. All yeah. Right, that's what Divide I, by quarter. Yep, yep. And maybe have one little section that's just like, these are long-term habits that you're not even going to really worry yeah. about because they're already on your every damn day list. Yep, yep, yep. Or every damn week. Yeah. Whatever. However you decide. Correct. Yeah. All right. That's, I'm, I'm okay. That's what I'm doing. Okay. All, All right. right. We're going to take a little break. I love how we just problem solve. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay, let's take a break. Okay. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. We are back. <clears throat> wow. Putting my... <laughs> I'm putting my goals away. I'm closing the door. Okay. That. That's okay. a good idea. I'm going to put mine away too. Yeah. Amanda, we have talked before about friendship on this podcast. We've talked about our friendship. Mm. We've talked about cre- like cultivating friendships and yeah. making friends in our elder years. So, <laughs> we've talked about, you know, making friends... After 30, when it's kind of hard, you don't have those built-in, like, school friends and things like that. But something that I noticed about you recently, and we were like, wow, this would be a great conversation on the podcast, is that you have a lot of older friends. I do. Yeah. I do. And I'm so interested, like, I don't have a lot of older friends, Mm. but I feel like I have a handful of younger friends. I got to get you some older friends. I do. I guess I do. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Just want to chat about that today and talk about the value, the different value that you get from your friendship with older women, um, probably the value that they get from you that they might not from their peers that are the same age. Mm. Yeah. That just made me think of something I hadn't thought of before. Okay. Um, Write it down. Yeah. So I do. I have a lot of older friends and it's something... Um, maybe it sort of developed in my corporate years mm. when it would sort of be like a mentorship type yeah. of situation. Um, I was a fairly young executive director when I was a head of a nonprofit. And in Philadelphia, it's a very small sort of nonprofit foundation world. Mm-hmm. And so there were several, you know, there was like one woman in particular, Helen, she was the head of a foundation and just kind of like took me under her wing. And I joined her Spanish speaking book club oh, cool. where, well, yeah, it was cool. But then I had a baby mm. and reading an entire book in Spanish every month was not on the table. Not spark and joy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I still, and I was probably the youngest person in that book club by a solid 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I feel like, you know, we talked a couple episodes ago about this effort 
ignite your effort attitude mm-hmm. course that I was I'm taking with Tova Lay and or Lee. God, I need to figure out how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> it's fine. We'll figure it out. Oh God. Um I feel like many of these women, they are just further along in their effort journey. Mm-hmm. And there's a little quote that I want to read and I was just trying to figure out. It's one of these quotes that nobody knows who said it, but, but, but a bunch of people in history have said it. But it's basically when you're 20, you care what everyone thinks. When you're 40, you stop caring what everyone thinks. When you're 60, you realize no one was ever thinking about you in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And I great. think that's what, like a lot of my friends, so I'm 45, a lot of my, I mean, a lot of my older friends that I have now, I've had for 20 years or something, but like a lot of those friends now have been like their 60s. Mm-hmm. And I do just feel like there's this, mm, there's this relaxed vibe about them that they're not in the frantic child rearing, raising years. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they have a lot of life's bigger challenges behind them. They have a, but they have new challenges, you know, and I don't know, there's just really something. And I, I'm like thinking in my head about all the older friends that I have and they're lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a few older friends that, you know, I think also, they became my friends when I was younger and working in different jobs. I actually, throughout college, I worked like temp jobs over the summer and winter breaks. At the University of Delaware, there's a winter session, which I never took because my mom emphasized that I wasn't just graduating in four years. I would be graduating in eight semesters. There was no <laughs> winter session expense to be added to my college experience, but that meant that I worked for those like five or six weeks over winter break. Yeah. Which was longer at Delaware. And my best friend from home, her mom worked for a temp agency and would get me these office jobs. So, Mm. you know, at a pretty young age, I was exposed to these office environments that other 19-year-old college students maybe weren't exposed to. And I did make some friends that it was awkward for me at first to like even think of them as a friend because I went into that kind of looking at anyone older than me as a mentor type person. Yeah. And it's funny to think back now that, you know, at that time they were younger than I am now. And (laughs) I just thought that they were so worldly and had all of these experiences. Yeah. Um, But I look at what those friendships added to my life and my worldview of like, these women were married. They were, one was pregnant with twins when I first met her Mm -hmm. and her children are now graduating from college, I think, if they Mm -hmm. haven't already graduated. Um, And so I feel like I got a glimpse into that slightly more mature world because Mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone at that time that was getting married and having kids. And so just kind of seeing the world from her view a little bit and seeing how she was juggling work and babies and all of those things. Um, But it's funny that, you know, most of my friends now are in their 40s or like late 30s. Um, Those are the spring chickens, you know. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're not even 40 yet. Such a baby. But then I do have a couple of younger friends. So I feel like I am the older friend now because I don't have friends in my sixties like you do. And Mm -hmm. maybe I should make some. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, in my organized everyday course that I have, we have a monthly Q and a call. Um, and originally that course, I was marketing it to, um, 
working moms. Mm -hmm. And I kept getting these empty nester retiree, you know, saying, can I be in the, I know it's a bit for mom. And so now a core part of this group are these older women and it's really fascinating. And I, I, I don't want to choose. I don't want to be choosing to only niche with retirees or only niche with working ones. I want this kind of intergenerational dynamic because it's really fascinating to see in the Q and A to see sort of that wisdom being passed down of maybe a younger mom sharing or a younger person sharing about something that's going on and an older person being able to share or a younger person being able to share like a fresh perspective Mm -hmm. with an older person. One of the older women in my course last week was talking about how she's attracted to this course because at her age, she finds that a lot of people spend a lot of time complaining Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I don't understand my phone and this health problem or blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I want solutions. I don't want to just, you know, so she's like, I'm attracted to a group that is more solution oriented versus like, so it's just really interesting. And I just feel like one of the, the, things that I always try to ask myself when something feels really hard is like, is this going to matter in five years? And I feel like these people can give you that shortcut and tell you, no, it's not. Like um, one of my friends who gave me permission to share this story, I was talking to her one day about Isabel being so selective with her eating and how stressed out I was. And because I only have one, I don't have like this voracious eater. And then this, other, you know, so I'm like, oh, I I do. I've got I've got one of each. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have that. So I take on, oh, I'm doing something wrong. Right. So she tells me the story. This family has lived abroad and many different places. And she tells me the story that one of her sons was such a picky eater that the only, almost the only thing that he would eat was a, this was in like Switzerland or something. So I don't remember or Holland maybe. And he would only eat a hamburger without the hamburger from this one restaurant. So So essentially just the bun. And they had only from this one restaurant. restaurant. So they had to learn to say in the local (laughs) language. And it's a huge joke among this family. They all still remember to say hamburger without a hamburger. (laughs) Yeah. And they would pass, like, go through the drive-thru, like, hamburger without a hamburger. And they'd have to explain, like, they'd be like, so, just the bun. They're like, here's this family again. And after she told me the story, I kept coming back and being like, I'm sorry, I have more questions. <laughs> because I was like, okay, is it, there's their ketchup? Is there cheese? Like, no, only bun. And so when she told me the story, laughing hysterically, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someday you and Isabel are going to look back perspective mm-hmm. hamburger without the hamburger mm-hmm. kind of laughter. Yeah. That just makes you feel better. Well, and it's, you know, like our, that we often say it should be fine because that's kind of our keyword for it maybe won't be fine. Yeah. But the, it should be fine sweatshirt that I'm wearing. Cause it's my recording uniform, as you know, <laughs> um, our friend Madeline also has it. And she's like, that's like my whole parenting philosophy yeah. in one phrase. And honestly, yeah, so much of what we stress about should be fine. Yes. Should be fine. Yes. It's not going to make anybody a criminal <laughs> because they don't eat the hamburger. I know. Yeah. I remember being at some sort of conference or something, and I think it was around Halloween time, and there were maybe some young moms sitting at the table, and they were talking about limiting Halloween candy or something like that. And there was this older woman that was sitting there, and she was like, I have a question for you. Did you pig out on your Halloween candy when you were little? And we were like, yeah, totally. And she was like, uh-huh. 
let them eat the candy. How you doing now yeah. as an adult? You know, you're thriving, you're doing good. And mm-hmm. we're like, yeah. She's like, yeah, just, just, just let them eat the candy. <laughs> just let them eat the and candy. And if they get sick, they'll learn and won't want the candy the next day. Yeah. 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 And I think that something's nice about this particular gap is that like some of these women probably technically are old enough to be my mother mm-hmm. if they had me when they were like 20, mm-hmm. but it's not old enough that it feels like this very wide chasm Mm. of this like well when we were young we had to walk 10 miles it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like they're trying to parent you they're your peer just with a different worldview correct yeah 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 i love that like i was saying that um you know i think i am the older friend i have a few younger friends and I was picturing when I was writing down notes for this episode, I was picturing Amy Poehler and Mean Girls like, you kids keep me young. (laughs) And that's how I feel about some of my younger friends. Like, I feel like I relate better to them sometimes Mm. than peers my own age. But I bet that some of these older friends, too, like we bring a certain value to them because we are giving them a younger perspective. And yeah, see, I could use more young friends. Okay, well, uh, let me hook you up with some of my young friends. (laughs) One of my friends, um, Betsy, she was our babysitter when Graham was born. Um, He was, what, maybe six months old when she started working for us. And she was finishing up college at that point time and she is now married and had a baby recently mm-hmm. and yeah she's kind of my like young hip friend yeah. that I feel like I'm her old friend yeah um but there's so much that I learned from her um just I mean first of all she's an incredible person and I feel like I learned about parenting from her which yeah. felt strange as a 32 year old new mom learning from this 22 year old who just seemed so natural with babies and children that I felt like I didn't have that gene. Yeah. But it felt less threatening almost to learn a lot of tips and tricks from a younger person who had done lots of babysitting and been around a lot of kids then I might have felt more threatened from yeah. an older woman being like, well, here's how, how I how did it. it. No, it was just she was just a natural and she was really good at it. So I learned a lot from her then. And then, you know, she's since moved away, but I just feel like having her in my life at the times that we're able to pop in and check on each other, it's added so much value because, you know, she is someone who just had her first baby. And I'm like, oh, that feels so long ago. But at the same time, um, you know, I I just feel like maybe now I can impart a little wisdom to her in a different way. Yeah. My friend Helen that I mentioned earlier, she actually, I'm trying, I don't know if this was something she created or something that she was just part of, but I remember that they used to meet in their office, in her foundation office. And it was, I think it was called the intergenerational book group or book club mm. or something like that. I think different from the Spanish book club. Oh yeah. She this woman, multiple like, book clubs. She's just like a full-time reader essentially. But yeah, it was specifically designed to be this intergenerational group. Mm. And I'm part of this life-changing book club now. I think some we're mostly similar in age. I think there's a couple of people in, in it that are a little bit older. Um, and I really like that because I think a book talking about a book is such a great opportunity to, um, you know, hear all these different perspectives and everything. Mm. So 
I'm thinking about all my older friends now and some of them I've fallen out of touch with and now I'm wanting to reconnect. Okay. And yeah. we need to get you some younger friends and me yes. some older friends. Not like we're going to go out and recruit them, but it's nice to just be open to new friendships with people that I feel like for so long, um, you know, growing up, our friends were our age or like the friend who was a year older <laughs> felt so much older in like middle school, high oh, school. Yeah. And then you kind of reach a point in life when you realize, oh, I can have friends who are older than me. Yeah, because you and I are like a few years apart. Aren't we three or four years apart? Yeah, I was born in 1980. And I was born in 77. So okay. that would have been like... You're closer to age, closer in age to my brother I than know. to me. I which know. Which is, again, not that you wide been, of a gap. a senior, you would have been like a freshman oh, or sophomore, yes, which we is never huge. would have been friends in mm -hmm. high school because... Like you would have been someone I looked up to maybe, mm -hmm. and we were friendly to each other through whatever theater we were in or something, but we wouldn't have been like bona fide friends. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's interesting to think, I guess it's most of us when we get into the professional world or when we leave college that maybe we um, start making older friends. Mm -hmm. And, but, but a lot of, I don't know, a, a lot of the working world now is so like, tech focus that it is a lot of just people in their own bubble of the same generation. And so maybe it is time that we all kind of branch out in different mm. ways and, and seek out friendships with people that have seen the world differently through different world events. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking back. I mean, I think also too, that has what spurred me to be a little bit more courageous and reaching out to people like, a Gretchen Rubin or somebody like that, because I'm attracted to that sort of older, wiser, like when I was at Summer Search, I actually, and I'm thinking of her, somebody that I need to reach back out to. I actually developed a really be beautiful friendship with Lisa Nutter, Mayor Nutter's wife. Oh, wow. And it, her and I were at a conference or something. And I just said, you know, that typical, let's have coffee. And I always joke with her that she probably groaned like, oh, great. Someone here to pick my brain. Someone wants yeah. to have coffee. But we did. And we joked over the fact that at that time I could not pronounce quinoa. And I would call it. It's a tough one. Can, quinoa. <laughs> I think I called her that because she's a health nut. So she was ordering quinoa. And I think I said it wrong or something. But we ended up, you know, really having lunch, having coffee. Mm -hmm. And. I learned so much from her, even the silliest things. Like I remember she used to have these re this really, really long hair. And then she got into, she is like a health nut. She got into indoor cycling to the tune of waking up at 4 a.m. and going to cycle at an indoor place. And so oh, she cut all, <laughs> yeah, she cut all her hair off. And I remember her saying to me, um, you know, I needed my hair to fit my lifestyle, not my lifestyle to fit my hair because the helmet wasn't fitting properly with her hair the other way. Yeah. So just even little nuggets like that, or like I needed a dress for a really important event and she set me up with her stylist at Nicole Miller, you know, oh, lovely. like that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, like somebody that was my age wasn't going to necessarily have that same, whatever, connection or experience yeah. or, you know, yeah. I Lisa, love it. where well, are should, you? You should reach out to Lisa. And no. I don't know, this is just a little reminder to everyone to make sure that your friends don't all resemble you in terms of your age and your lifestyle and 
even geography. Just it's so gratifying to make friends from different generations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking a lot. Now I'm missing my guy friends too. I had a lot more guy friends in college and I've lost Mm. touch with a lot of them. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. I'm still one of my best friends. Well, my best friend um, that got you up, the Debbie Gibson uh, album. Yes, we all know Matt. He yeah. lives in infamy now, and and he lives in New York. So I get to see him, you know, every a couple times a year, maybe maybe once or twice a year. Um, but yeah, it's like those different gender friendships kind of die off too once yeah. you're once you just have all the responsibilities of adulthood. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe intergenerational friends and intergender intergenerational is that. <laughs> new word okay all right i'm excited about this i feel like in one of our future update issues issues episodes i'm gonna have maybe an update on a couple of these people that i've reached back out to yeah i think that'll be lovely and i'm interested to hear from our listeners like what have you gained from friendships with people from a different generation? And I just have to do a quick shout out that I had lunch with Linda the other day, who is a faithful podcast listener and a former client of mine. And it was so lovely because usually I'm on the clock when I'm working with her. So we just want to sit down and have a cup of coffee and just chit chat, but we've got work to do. So we don't really have a chance to do that, but we had a long, luxurious lunch together and we talked about, and she actually shared, um, a picture of a framed thing that says F it. <laughs> I love it. And so she is officially and literally further along her effort journey than I am. Love it. Yeah. So hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Okay. All right. Let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, Find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. We're back. And I cannot wait to hear, Amanda, is that how I start it every single time? What's sparking joy for you right now? Brooke, it's simple. (laughs) It's stickers. You love stickers. Well, this is new, kind of. Is this a new hobby? A new collector's? No. Well, okay. Let's bag up. Uh, okay, so when I was little, I had a sticker book. Did you have a sticker book? Sure. Nobody has sticker books anymore. No. Well, stickers are like, they're coming back, but different kinds of stickers. What kind of stickers are well, coming like right back now? now? People like the bigger vinyl stickers that they can put on their water bottles. Oh, that's yeah. the big, like, mm-hmm. that's the new sticker book mm-hmm. because you can actually show them off mm-hmm. because everybody here is a water bottle. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah. And like you have stickers on the back of your laptop. There. I do. Well, yeah. they're all the stickers I've designed. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a sticker book and it was one of my prized possessions, mm-hmm. probably when I was around... I don't know, seven or eight. Was it like Lisa Frank? Or was that only binders? Oh, I remember those. I don't I, know if she had a sticker. She. It it's was a like brand, a wire bound book. And I can remember it so clearly because I used to get stickers for 
doing things. And I love scratch and sniff stickers. I mean, who did them? I think I came across some scratch and sniff stickers at some decluttering point and they still had the smell brook. Some of them. Yeah. You, I could smell that and it would like transport me as if I were in a time machine back Mm -hmm. to whatever, what I was doing at the time. Um, I also really liked the puffy sticker stickers. Mm -hmm. We had this place called Osaka in the, um, Christiana mall. Mm-hmm. And it was like a little, I don't know, like variety stationery shop. Yeah, yeah. But it was, but it was like, it was kind of a toy shop, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And kind of like Sanrio. Do you remember Sanrio? No, Rio? I don't know what that is. That's like, it was also kind of, a um, Sanrio was Hello Kitty, I believe. Um, and then all of the other characters. Wait, this has come back, Sanrio. Isabel's into this. Yeah. 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 I th- uh, I could be totally wrong, but I think Sanrio is like the umbrella for Hello Kitty yep. and a bunch of other In fact, characters. Isabel just ordered some Sanrio oh, stickers. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. But anyway, right. I'm just finding that they are sparking a lot of joy. I got this like three sheets of rifle stickers. I think I came across them at Barnes & noble and they're just so fun rifle paper company rifle paper company um we'll put a link in the show notes to the stickers that i'm talking about but they're these ones are kind of designed to be put on a planner or a calendar because it'll have a little like birthday balloons or a reminder or i mean just just silly stuff like a soft pretzel (laughs) but i have been putting them on my calendar and on my planner and i'm having a lot of fun and some of them like these i got i don't remember from where but they've just got i think one of them says good vibes only that's not that's not from the rifle this is a different one okay but it just says good vibes sometimes people good vibes not only this one says inhale exhale okay that's a good reminder (laughs) okay that's a good reminder All right. All right. So I'm just enjoying stickers. Good. And Isabel and I have started doing a weekly Starbucks date where we're journaling. And so that's where I take my balance bound and I plan for the week and she brings her stickers and we bring markers and that kind of stuff. And we're doing little journaling dates. So cute. I should do this with Paige because I gave her a... um like a slightly damaged planner that I wasn't going to sell. <laughs> She's like, cause I had given her one last year and she was still using it. But then she thought her birthday was on a Tuesday cause she was looking <laughs> at last February. And I was like, Oh, your birthday's actually on a Wednesday this year. She was like, but how did I get it wrong? I was like, cause mommy has to give you a 2023 planner. Aww. So I gave her, um, you know, one from this year that I wasn't going to sell and she loves writing in it. And I mean, mm. she's starting to get much better at writing. So I love the idea of having a little like journaling date. Maybe you guys could join us sometime. And maybe I could get her some stickers. Well, if she joined, do you know that you wouldn't get any <laughs> planning done because she will journal the whole time. Right. She has a lot to say. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't get anything done either. But it would be fun if we both brought our planners. She would probably love that. So mm-hmm. I like that you guys do that. Mm-hmm. So stickers, that's what's sparking joy for me right stickers. now. Stickers. Mm-hmm. Well, my do your future self a favor tip is kind of really sticky. It's sticky. (laughs) My future favor to yourself and to myself is to always have blue painters tape on hand. Okay. I guess it doesn't have to be blue. There's like the, I love a good yellow. There's a, the green frog tape and whatever. Yep. There's plenty of colors these days, but I will say that painters tape. And again, this might be because I have kids. It is an oft used is that the right term? <laughs> OFT, oft used. No? Does that mean 
Doesn't often. that mean often used? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's okay, its yeah. own word. Oh, right? Anyway, it is an often used item in my home. And I love it because like if my kids are, you know, creating something and Paige likes to hang a lot of her artwork up on a random wall, mm-hmm. like there's no question you can yes. use blue painter's tape and it's going to not leave a mark on the wall. Correct. It's going to stick wherever she wants it to stick. Like a couple of weeks ago, we lost one of her stuffies named Precious. It was a little panda. She made some signs that said <laughs> missing <laughs> and drew a picture of Precious and she hung them up around the house with blue painter's tape. So it doesn't bother me at all. Did you find Precious? No, but I ordered another one. Yeah. Where do you think Precious went? I don't know. Either she left it somewhere or like it's in the depths of our basement and we cannot find Precious. I have looked everywhere. But then finally I went on Amazon, found the same one. It was $8. Are you going to try to hawk it off as the original Precious? I am. (laughs) Paige, if you're listening. Are you going to rough it up a little bit? I've already ruined. No, because Paige's stuffies, Precious in particular, wasn't roughed up enough that she would notice. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a stuffy that she sleeps with. Paige has like a new favorite stuffy each week. Okay. So very few of them get very, like super worn looking. She takes Remind pretty good me care of them. When we get done talking about painter's tape, that this is not, you're not going to understand how this is related, but I have something to say about Bernie Madoff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally unrelated. Okay. Very, like the most unrelated. <laughs> not really. You'll understand. Why. Okay. Anyway, so I just. Even if you don't do a lot of painting in your house, just get some blue painter's tape. You never know when it's going to come in handy. Yeah. I actually use it when I'm organizing because if we're like doing papers on the floor Mm -hmm. or if we're creating like a donate pile, you can write donate on it, slap Mm -hmm. that up on the wall, and then you know where everything is. I love that. If you're like getting, but ordering some new furniture and you want to figure out the dimensions on the floor, you could put some blue painter's tape on like wood floor and map, map off, no, mark off like certain dimensions or areas that furniture is going to go and then it's not going to mess up your floors, doesn't leave sticky residue. So I just, I just love painter's tape. I think it is a super useful, inexpensive tool. Yeah. And I do like the yellow or the green if you are going to write on it because it's a lot easier to see than the blue. I also think when Isabel was younger, I would use the painter's tape to like get like whatever piece of paper she was drawing or painting on, I would tape that down because the toddler otherwise Mm -hmm. is, you know, so that was a very good use for it. Multiple uses. Multiple uses. Yes. Okay. Now tell me about (laughs) Bernie Madoff because I do not understand how this is going to go with painter's tape or precious the panda. (laughs) So when you, when I was wondering if you were going to rough precious the panda up to make it look like it was the original Precious. It was making me think. So we just watched the four-part Bernie Madoff series on Netflix, yeah, Fernando I and I. Okay. And there was one particular part that I just thought was in- unbelievable, which was basically that the investigators were coming and needed to see this like stock history or whatever that basically didn't exist. And so this team, uh, they're downstairs printing fresh stock history but in order but it was hot it was warm because it had just come off of the printer so they started throwing it around the office to like rough it up a little bit more and they even put it in the refrigerator 
I mean, to cool it down. They so they put it in the freezer to make this more connected to our podcast. But. So they put it in the refrigerator so that the investigators didn't know that like this historical document that has supposed, you know, that has supposed to have been around for 10 years was literally printed five minutes ago. They put it in the fridge. I still don't understand what this really has to do with precious. Because just that it I'm just gonna, reminded me of the, the, the roughing, roughing up. Gotcha. it up. <laughs> roughing okay. it up. Because I was wondering, is there going to be some sort of intricate roughing up process of precious? Your brain works in mysterious <laughs> ways. No. Yeah. I mean, precious. Cause I was even like telling Graham, I was like, listen, I ordered another precious and I hate doing this. Cause I don't, just want him to follow. Along. I don't like losing things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not someone who often does this, but like literally we have been looking for precious for a month. She's not in any, she, she's not in any of the spots where we would normally find or store a stuffy. And so I'm wondering if like, maybe we left her in a store. I don't know. I yeah I truly don't know so that's when I was like okay I'm just gonna order another one but I did clue Graham and I was like listen I'm getting a backup precious and he asked the same thing he's like are you gonna tell her it's the original <laughs> and I was like I think I'm just gonna say that I found it I don't listen <laughs> I'm gonna let you talk this through I don't like <laughs> lying to my children but there I just I feel like if I if I tell her that it's the replacement. I feel like we're going to get a Will lot of comments about this. Will she still be looking for the original? Because you're ready to be done looking for I, the original. I don't think we're ever going to find the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But... Also, as soon as I give her the replacement, we're probably going to find the original. Right. But then that'll just be kind of a fun surprise. Hey, look, you have two preciouses. So... What will you say then if you find the original and you've said that the, the uh, one that yeah, you I guess I should just tell her the truth. <laughs> I don't know that she'll care either way. Lying is a lot of work. And it's <laughs> this one, is a life lesson. It is. That our and older friends I have, have always been a very, very honest person. I tend to never lie. And it really isn't an altruistic thing. It's mm. more of a I have a terrible memory. And lying is a lot of work. Yeah, it's more of a I don't this like to call it a lie. lie. It's, it's a, it's a protective <laughs> measure because she's very sensitive. She does get emotionally attached and I don't know if a replacement will suffice, but right now that is our only option to be able to take down the precious missing signs. All right. This is precious gate 2023. <laughs> precious gate. Everybody comment you on guys know. Facebook. I'll also link to precious cause she's adorable. And it, she's actually called Precious Panda. That's how, like, Paige looks at the tags Googling when she gets right a new now. stuffy. I don't remember who she originally got the stuffy for. I feel like she was like, I want a baby panda. And then I maybe added it to her birthday list one year. And it's got these cute little rosy cheeks. And she's just like this tiny little ball. And like I said, she was inexpensive. Um, but yeah, she's cute. So, you know. Okay. I don't know if I'm looking at the right. You'll have to okay, guide you. Yeah, I'll, I'll guide you. Okay. Because yep. the one I'm looking at is a little Ooh, intense. Okay. No, okay. this is not intense. <laughs> anyway, so we'll keep you all posted on Precious Gate. Precious Gate 2023. It should be fine. Should Brooke say it's the original or should she not weigh in? <laughs> Brooke's like, that's all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we have covered a lot. <laughs> a lot. Stickers and pandas mm. and older friends and, and younger friends. friends. And now I miss my friend Mike from college and I want to text him. Let's reach out to Mike and Lisa Nutter and all of the nice people yeah. in your life. I'm going to have to 
bow out of recording the podcast because I'm going to be so busy hanging out with all my inter-multi-generational generational friends. <laughs> inter-multi-generational generational. Oh my God. Yeah. Did all we just right. coin a term? Yeah, we did. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see y'all soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.